Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, July 21st. Stephanie, we had planned on pre-recording, but we're actually live in studio. Right. Kind of a snafu in my schedule forced this to happen. So we're always thankful to be in studio. Derek does a great job Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. spinning the dials, although we're not really spinning (laughs) dials anywhere. Just sounds better than moving the levers. What if you spin with just two people talking? I think that's a throwback, you Uh, know, to the the old day. But hey, I've got a question. It's a really important question. Um, let's say you're at a funeral like I was yesterday okay. and you see one of your professors that you haven't seen in years and you extend your hand to give him a handshake <laughs> and he replies by giving you a fist bump instead. What's that communicate to you? I think you? he's probably worried about COVID. You think that's what it is? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Well, I just wondered, like in your world, <laughs> do you see a difference between a handshake and a fist bump? Uh, yeah, I do. do. I, I think something was being communicated to you. Okay. I'm not sure okay. what, though. Well, but... I noticed I wasn't the only one because several other people kind of jumped up and he uh, he made it very clear he wasn't shaking hands. He was doing the fist bump. I would say it's COVID. Okay. But but my question to you is, is the, is the fist bump really the same sign as the handshake or is it a lesser symbol you know is it a step down symbol i think it might be okay you think it's a step down okay. i do i hate to say that now do you know why i'm asking you this question it really has nothing no. to do with the funeral yesterday oh, no you know our president uh joe biden's in hot water i don't know if you know that oh i didn't not. know that yeah he made a trip last week to the middle east right and he I went knew, to israel and he that. went to saudi arabia and when he was running for president he was um how can I say this? He was very harsh when it came to the Saudi regime and especially the crown prince. And, okay. and I agree with him. I uh-huh. mean, he called mm-hmm. him a pariah state and he said he's going to hold them accountable. They had um, made sure that a Washington Post columnist was murdered. Hmm. I mean, just some hmm. really awful, awful stuff. And Biden, when he got to Saudi Arabia, he was there, you know, just for a regular visit. Mm-hmm. Some people would say to try to get increased oil production, right. but he says that was not the case. Right. But um, a- as they came together, instead of the traditional handshake, our president gave him a fist bump instead. And the question's been going around, you know, is the fist bump the same as the handshake or is it a lesser sign? I think of, it's a lesser sign. You do? So, okay. So, I do. I think a handshake So you're is- exonerating our president from the haters that are saying it's really just the same thing and he should have not done any symbol of friendship whatsoever. You know, I think it's a, I think it's a symbol of, I'm not, I'm not wanting to get as close to you as, <laughs> as a handshake would say. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I here, don't know. here's the reason I say that is I fist bump people all the time. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm a guy, I, I hug, I handshake, I fist bump. I've just kind of considered them all to be interchangeable. But yesterday at that funeral, when the fist bump came, uh-huh. I kind of felt like the message <laughs> was back off, big guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. I don't know. That's what I would say. If someone fist, if I put my hand out to yeah. shake a hand, yeah. especially in a professional setting. Right, right. Like, like the president would right. be. I, I mean, I feel like. A handshake should be given in return. We know we don't really shake hands in the office, do we? Or hug? No. I mean, we're just kind of, hey, how you doing? The wave. But, <laughs> we just look at each other. Right, right, <laughs> right. But, but I don't know. I've never really 
thought about this before. And it just, you know, mm-hmm. in did light of... Did it keep of, you up last night? Uh, it didn't keep me up okay. last night, but I just found it fascinating. You know, is the fist bump equal to the handshake or no. is it a step down? It's a step so, down. Hey, here's something I'd like to know. If you're listening to Direct Line <laughs> and you have an opinion on this, email me, greg at secondchurch.com. Uh, I would love to know what you think. <laughs> I would love to know if anybody actually responds to you. Or if anybody's actually listening. <laughs> exactly. I think people are listening. Yeah. And I'm guessing there are people that have very strong opinions, especially when it comes to our president. And the fist bump mm. versus the handshake, the pariah state mm. versus give me oil, you know, that right. type of a well, I had no idea situation. about any of that stuff. I'm just thinking about you at that funeral. Yeah. I think it was a definite signal to yeah. you. Yeah. Well, and to me and to many, you know, I mean, it was kind of fist bump city, no handshake. But, you know, my, my initial reaction is it's COVID. But, I mean, if you're going to fist bump somebody with COVID, you can spread a germ through a fist well, bump just I'm as saying. you can a handshake. So I don't know that COVID But don't they say the you've got to have close contact for like 10 minutes? Well, whole, who knows? I mean, honestly, say. I thought that was the whole right. deal. That right. if it's just like a casual, right? So a handshake shouldn't matter, right? That's what, a, or a fist bump, or a fist bump, or even a hug, right? Correct, correct. I guess. I mean, I can't get it from touching somebody's back, right? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't. Right. I'm not. A Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> I just feel kind of bad for you. Yeah. Well, I, it was it was kind of like a wow, you know, and um, but I gave him the fist bump and just kind of went on with my my life, yep. you know. And yep, don't take it well. too seriously. Hey, the funeral yesterday was um, for my friend Jack Getchell. Jack was the longtime, and by long time, I mean over three decades, financial aid director at Lincoln Christian Aww. College and Seminary, hmm. and. Uh, Jack was one of those great guys. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember this or not, but every year I go back to Lincoln and I speak for a seniors group. Okay. And Jack led that seniors group okay. and just one of the great mm-hmm. guys that I was able to kind of walk alongside with. He introduced me to Grand Marais, Minnesota. Do you know anything about Grand Marais, Minnesota? Nope. It's on the North Shore of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It is one of I mean the, the North Shore of Minnesota. Well, if you go up to Duluth and then head, they call it the North Shore. It's the Northeast oh. Shore from Duluth into Canada. Okay. Grand Marais sits, I, man, it's probably 45 minutes from Canada, but it is just like a picturesque ideal summer vacation spot. Hmm. Sven and Oli's Pizza in Grand Marais was a stopping point for us when you know we would spend mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. Uh, in the summer together. But mm. anyway, I just uh, I, I really was blessed to be mm. able to make that drive and just hear stories about his life mm-hmm. and just kind of reminisce. And here's the thing. These are guys that, you know, and, and Jack's part of several guys that I worked with that were kind of like a generation older mm-hmm, than me mm-hmm, that I kind of looked up mm-hmm. to in a lot of ways. And and they're passing away. Right. You and know, and now we are that I becoming know. that generation. It's just a reminder we're getting old. We are. Well, know? I'm sorry for the loss of your friend. Yeah, well, it, it, a lot mm-hmm. of times when you go to funerals, mm-hmm. you walk away just really blessed. And mm-hmm. I would say that's where I mm-hmm. was in that situation. Mm -hmm. So, hey, we're going to take an early break, if that's okay, Derek. And when we come back, I want to dive into the Dobbs decision. I was on the radio last week, and we spent the whole time talking about the Israel trip. But Dobbs broke on June 24, and then I went to Israel a couple days later. So I've got a lot of thoughts that I want to share. I want to pick your brain on some things. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, July 21st. We'll be right back. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. 
Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, July 21. Hey, we heard from one person, right? <laughs> I guess somebody's listening. I love that. Yeah. You're going to talk about it? Well, I think I'm just going to be very cautious <laughs> on a Sunday. Maybe I need to go the fist bump route. You know what I mean? I don't Sounds know. Sounds like someone's going to go in for a little bit more yeah, than a fist bump. Yeah, yeah. Should be an interesting Sunday. <laughs> I guess. Hey, I want to dive into the Dobbs decision. So on Friday, June 24, mm-hmm. I had just left Robinson Chiropractic. Okay. I had about 17 things on my to-do list that morning. <laughs> Because we were getting ready to go to uh, Israel, right. and I was speaking that night for an event with the Women's Care Clinic, and I was literally almost to the church building. I was listening to AM radio, mm-hmm, 1490 mm-hmm. AM, mm-hmm, WDAN, mm-hmm. and they broke in, and mm-hmm. they said that mm-hmm. the Supreme Court has um, cited to overrule Roe versus Wade mm-hmm. and Casey versus Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's a day I never thought I would see. It, it's a, a, a reality that... I'd been praying for and thinking about back to my college days. Mm-hmm. I mean, over mm-hmm. 30 years. Mm-hmm. And so that day I wrote something, and this probably isn't great radio, mm-hmm. but I want to just share, if I can, just some thoughts sure. that I wrote not long after that. So here, here's what I uh, shared under the heading Every Life Matters. I said, many of us with passion for this theology and philosophy of life have wondered if the legal decision of Friday, June 24, to overturn Rowan Casey would ever actually become a reality. Personally, I've been praying for the legal decision of last week intentionally since watching the Francis Schaefer C. Ever Coop videos, Whatever Happened to the Human Race, during my IDS days at Lincoln Christian College in the late 1980s. As someone forever blessed by the gift of life via adoption, this has always been a front burner issue for me. Now, there has been a hot mix of anger, joy, fear, and celebration on my social media feed since Friday morning. And by the way, that continues Mm -hmm. several weeks Mm -hmm. later. Much of what I'm reading and seeing is coming from Christ followers. This week, the Oasis Bible study looked at the first part of Ephesians 4, and I want to share a couple of the verses that we studied. This is Ephesians 4, 2, and 3. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. It's my hope that we will model this well. 
several quick thoughts as we move forward in a post-Roe reality. First of all, abortion has not been banned completely. The issue has been returned to each individual state, as was the case before January 22, 1973. In our state of Illinois, the abortion industry is alive and well and seems to have the goal of becoming an abortion haven for the border states of Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Missouri, and Wisconsin. Abortion isn't going anywhere in the land of Lincoln. Secondly, this reality makes the work and the ministry of the Women's Care Clinic more important than ever. One of the constant themes that I've read over the past 48 hours is calling for people celebrating the Roe Casey decision to actually do something. And we see those calls continuing. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. For 30 years, the Women's Care Clinic has helped women and men facing unplanned or unexpected pregnancies. They've promoted adoption. They've helped moms and dads become the very best parents possible through classes and mentoring. And they've helped women and men struggling with post-abortion realities. So thankful for the Women's Care Clinic and honored to be a part of this life-saving and life-changing ministry. Third, I say, if you have never engaged in a pro-life ministry before, now's a great time to help your local life center. And then here's something that's going to come up a little bit later, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Did you know that Crisis Pregnancy Center's life ministries outnumber Planned Parenthood locations three to one nationally? I did not know that. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. And I think that's cause for celebration. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's the challenge that I offered. Give a gift to the Women's Care Clinic or to the New Life Pregnancy Center in Decatur, or another life center. There's one in Champaign-Urbana, one in Crawfordsville. There's one in Covington, mm -hmm. I believe, mm -hmm. in honor of what happened legally on 6-24-22. Give a gift of $62.40 hmm. or $624. Or if you can swing it, $6,240. The folks at the WCC and other life ministries are on the front lines of life conversations and are literally impacting lives one person at a time, pre-born or born at a time. One last thought. Don't forget the ultimate goal of the pro-life movement has, uh, in my humble opinion, not been to simply make abortion illegal, but to make abortion unthinkable. Mm -hmm. This, of course, involves heart change. There's much work to do. You might be able to win a social media argument, but if you aren't going to do it in an Ephesians 4 kind of way, you're probably not going to change a heart. Mm -hmm. And then I say, you know, if you're listening to this and you agree or disagree, reach out to me, Greg, at secondchurch.com. Mm -hmm. And so um, thank you to Mariah Hansen. Thank you to Bethany Hager. You had them on that first week mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. uh, followed the decision that played out. But, Stephanie, there's a lot of anger and consternation mm -hmm. flowing mm -hmm. in our country. It's mm -hmm. kind of being led by one of our United States senators, Senator Elizabeth Warren mm -hmm. from the state of Massachusetts. My daughter and son-in-law live in Massachusetts. I was there just a couple months ago. She is so angry at that three-to-one crisis pregnancy center versus Planned Parenthood ratio. She wants to defund Crisis Pregnancy Centers, which I did an LOL on that because the Women's Care Clinic isn't getting any money from right. the government. Maybe some are in some states, but she wants to shut them down. She thinks that they ought to be closed because in her mind, in her words, in that article, they are deceptive. They're tricking women into keeping babies when all they want to do is in that life. All they want to do is have an abortion. And to me... Um, if I am truly pro-choice, which I'm not, but many people say that they're truly pro-choice, doesn't that mean you have as many options as you possibly can? Right. You would want as many options. You as know you what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. I yes. mean, isn't that the ultimate message of any 
movement about choice is you have options. Yes. And yet her message is just shut them down. We need to close that. That should not be a choice. And actually legislation is being debated right now that would defund all crisis pregnancy centers. Again, I laugh at that because um, at least the centers I'm familiar with, there is no federal or state funding. I wonder if in some states, some more pro-life states, there is some sort of funding that happens. But I just thought, you know, if Warren gets gets her way and if mm-hmm. for whatever reason there's enough people in our elected government that decide they're going to ban crisis pregnancy centers, can you imagine how horrific that would be for Danville, Illinois? Right. And right. Vermillion County? Right, right. I mean, the, the work that's ongoing. The thing about these centers is they are free. You know, there's never a charge. Right. You're never charged. And it's so much more than just an abortion decision right. it's absolutely the diapers the formula it's yeah. it's all of that stuff raising that, highly capable kids right yeah, right yeah i i just i truly don't understand that you know um I, and i need to be fair i've never been a fan of elizabeth warren you know i wonder has she ever now see i've never been to an, a planned parenthood right so i've never stepped in right. to know you know how how they how they are you know, it's saying this is our services, this is what we can provide. So I can't speak to that. But I wonder, has she been into a a crisis pregnancy center and realized what what they provide? Do you know the name Allie Beth Stuckey? <laughs> I know it. After you know you it now? Yeah. Yes. She did a spoof video <laughs> pretending to be Elizabeth <laughs> right. Warren, right. and it was total sarcasm. But what it did is it really articulated all that unfolds in many. Right. And and again, a lot of the centers don't even like that phrase crisis pregnancy center, mm-hmm. even though I think that's what's happening a lot of times, mm-hmm. but they are there to help women and men, right. you know, right. are they there to promote life? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you three to one, that's a pretty massive mm-hmm. ratio. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing that I just throw out about Planned Parenthood. They claim repeatedly that abortion is only about 3% of what mm-hmm. they do, mm-hmm. that they exist to help women. Mm-hmm. This decision shouldn't impact anything then, should it? Right. They should continue. If 97% of what you do is not abortion, this shouldn't affect it, but right? But you think it's going to. Well, I, th- that's uh, the speculation. Yeah. The yeah. speculation is that the states that are shutting, Texas has the heartbeat bill. This week, Georgia passed mm-hmm. a very similar right. heartbeat bill. There's talk that your state of Indiana is going to act sooner than mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. And that I think what you're going to see, I don't know that there's going to be an outright ban on abortion, but you're going to see like 12-week sure. standards mm-hmm. or heartbeat, heartbeat which is right. probably more like a six-week mm-hmm. standard. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea of abortion on demand in many states is going to go away. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't know. I just I, I've been sitting on this for several weeks now. Mm-hmm. You know, coming up mm-hmm. on a month since mm-hmm. that decision happened. It'll be four weeks tomorrow, and uh, I think one of the things that pro life people have to do, from my perspective, is realize this is not the finish line. This is not victory. You know, right. don't take a victory lap. Right. And also remember, I can be really snarky, as you have come to know. <laughs> I can be very sarcastic, as you have come mm-hmm. to know. Uh, I'm not going to ever change a heart with snark. I might mm-hmm. feel better, mm-hmm. might make me mm-hmm. feel better mm-hmm. at the moment, mm-hmm. but I think we have to be willing to engage, to have difficult conversations, mm-hmm. to model this Ephesians four kind of love and unity. Right. Right. Um, I, I used to be incredibly harsh on this issue with people that were radically pro-abortion, mm-hmm. um, almost angry. Mm-hmm. And I look back on that as just times of great missed opportunities because mm-hmm. you're not ever going to change a heart by blasting somebody. You're right. never going to change right. a heart 
if you have this wrath and kind of this vitriol. So right. I, I've been doing all the talking. What say you? Um, I think you're right. If 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 we want to have women have choices, they should have all of the choices available. And yeah. um, you know, why is it that? Uh, pregnancy centers outnumber Planned Parenthood three to one. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what that means, but... Um, I got an answer, I think. What's that? I think there are a lot more people that are passionate for the issue of mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. than will ever show up in a poll. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot more women. I mean, that's one of the stunning revelations for people that really dig deep into this issue. Mm-hmm. The most passionate, adamant pro-life warriors are not guys like me. Mm-hmm. They're women like mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. They're the Bethany Hagers. Mm-hmm. They're the Mariah Hansen. Mm-hmm. You know, I could mm-hmm. name mm-hmm. multiple names. I won't do it today. Right. But um, the life movement is truly a women's movement in mm-hmm. so many ways. Mm-hmm. And that does not fit the narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, the narrative is it's a bunch of old white guys like me mm-hmm. that are trying to take away, women's you know, rights. women's mm-hmm. rights, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and you really dig deep into the issue. Um, mm-hmm. Hispanics are are more pro-life than Mm. white people. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. you get into a lot of African-American churches and there are people that are passionately, passionately pro-life and that doesn't fit the narrative. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you're seeing a lot of these, um, you know, organizations, ministries bubbling up Mm -hmm. and making an impact. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't fit the Washington, Mm D.C., New York City, Los Angeles, San Francisco narrative. Yeah. And I think that it's not just that it's not women or the people who are passionate are just not sitting there with an ultrasound saying choose life. They're the ones that are walking with these women and men and families for long periods of time after. I think of people at the Women's Care Clinic that, you know, they were clients at one time and now they're employed and their families. They yeah. act like they just are one yeah. big family because yeah. I think they they are. And so yeah. if that's what's happening all across the country, it's it is truly more than just this decision, you know, of right. you're going to have this baby or not. It's it's much longer and much more involved than that. One of the highlights of this year for me, it's hard to believe we're almost done with month seven I know. of 2022. But it was April 28th mm. at the Celebration mm-hmm. for Life mm-hmm. when we had a choir mm-hmm. of lives mm-hmm. that had been saved mm-hmm. from abortion through the ministry of the Women's mm-hmm. Care Clinic. Mm-hmm. And I looked up there. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't mm-hmm. hold the tears mm-hmm. back. You yeah. know, and I cry all the time. But right. it was it was a moving, touching reminder. This isn't just a political issue where one side's going to try to score points against the other side. I looked up there. Those are lives. Right. And it's right. like you said some have moved from client right. to employee, right. and and I guarantee you they are passionate right. on the issue Absolutely. of life. So what so, do you think about, uh, sort yeah, of on the same yeah. subject, but off a little bit, so the, the Supreme Court judges that are, you know, yeah. having people show up at their houses, and what do you think about that? I think it's an abomination, yeah. and, and it's against the law. I mean, you cannot And are they protest. doing anything about it? Um, I think it's slowed down some. But again, the the highest level of leadership mm-hmm. in our country said we support the right to protest, even though it's against the law. You know, we have judges in town. If I go to their house tonight and protest against them, I am breaking the law. I'm breaking a federal law. You mm-hmm. cannot do mm-hmm. it. And I just think it's it's a sad reality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always throw in the caveat, well, as long as it's peaceful protesting. Well, that is that is against the law. 
And I, I think you're going to see this issue bubbling up. Well, hey, let's do this. We're late. Let's go to break. When we come <laughs> back, I want to talk about an article that just landed this week about former President Mike Pence and the call that he has to the current administration mm-hmm. about that and mm-hmm. about protests that are unfolding. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, July 21st. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and we're still on this topic of yes. the Supreme Court decisions and your passion about it. So yep. let's talk about Mike Pence. Well, I, I love Mike Pence. You know, I've told mm-hmm. you as long as I've known you that um, I am a fan of him mm-hmm. on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he doesn't run from his faith. Now, mm-hmm. I know there's some people that are very angry on both sides of the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, there's... Um, anti-conservative people that feel like, you know, he uh, was just an awful vice president. And, you know, I would obviously disagree with that. But there's also people that are very strong supporters of former President Trump Mm -hmm. that um, hate Mike Pence Mm -hmm. and are Mm -hmm. out to get him. But I just I love the fact that he is a man who stands by his Mm -hmm. principles. Mm -hmm. I thought in the vice presidential debate with Kamala Harris, I, I thought that's my kind of politician right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I'm in a minority. You mm-hmm, know, I don't think there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are championing him, but he came out following the leak of the Dobbs decision mm-hmm. and said, you have to stop this. Mm-hmm. We can't have churches being interrupted. Mm-hmm. We can't have justices not being able to go home. I mean, mm-hmm. we had an assassination attempt mm-hmm. that was foiled against the Supreme Court Justice, mm-hmm, Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is America. We, mm-hmm. we are not a third world country that's ran by dictators. Mm-hmm. I just... 
I can't believe there's not more outrage unfolding. Right. And I think that um, it's a dangerous route to travel down. Right. If we're not careful. Hey, one more thing I want to throw out. We'd also talked about Coach Joe Kennedy. Yeah. Who was told he couldn't pray. And I know you guys talked about it a couple weeks ago, but the Supreme Court ruled in his decision. Here's what I can't find out. What's that mean? I still have not figured out, does he get his coaching job back? Is there a financial windfall that's coming? He's won, Mm -hmm. but... um, have you really won if you haven't been able to coach for the last seven years? So I don't know. I don't know what that means, but I was thinking about it this morning, actually, as I was walking, you know, um, coach Forrest here at Danville high school Mm -hmm. is a man of faith, Mm -hmm. you know, very, Mm -hmm. very strong believer in Jesus Christ. I think that ruling helps people like Marcus Forrest. Mm -hmm. I think it helps believers who are coaches to be able to say, mm-hmm. I can be a person of faith mm-hmm. and I don't have to mm-hmm. hide it. Mm-hmm. And and again, I'm not talking about proselytizing. Sure. I'm not talking about telling the team, if you pray with me, you get to play. Right. And if you don't pray with right. me, you're on the bench. That, right. that would be just ridiculous right. if that's happening anywhere. But the idea that a person of faith has to hide that mm-hmm. and it can only be a private faith, that was never part of... Uh, the American dream, right. I guess is what I would say. <laughs> For, sure. So, For sure. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about Sunday. So Sunday at Second Church, we looked at Mark chapter 3. I almost skipped this passage of Scripture. Really? Because it's, well, it's a passage of Scripture that, you know, we, we had the whole idea of unity. And I, I think it's fair to say that, you know, that would be a primary thought of Jesus. But you've got the issue with his family. You've got the issue with blasphemy of the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. I just felt like it was kind of disjointed hmm. at times. But I've had a lot of uh, feedback yeah. from people, not not negative, but mm-hmm. just asking questions about blasphemy of the uh-huh. Holy Spirit. That was a big one. But also about the idea of Jesus's family not really buying the reality that he's Messiah. You read the end of Mark chapter three, you you read the beginning of Mark chapter six, and it's pretty clear that at this point, we would not call them disciples. Right. You know? Right. So I'm just, I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. I didn't let you know this ahead of time. I love well, it when you What do was that. your thought just about the whole blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? I mean, did it just muddy the waters more than ever? D- do you feel like, like, is that something you've ever wrestled with? Anytime you talk about an unforgivable sin, right. you're a person of faith, you're probably going to pay attention. Right. Any well, thoughts? I thought that your your comments about how it's that deliberate like mocking um yeah. uh, m- mocking and yeah. i never really considered that i always just considered blasphemy the holy spirit is really just rejecting mm-hmm. the forgiveness that mm-hmm. jesus offers mm-hmm. um but the idea that that you brought up about yeah how how even in our culture you know in entertainment mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. people who specifically are mocking yeah. followers yeah. or Jesus himself. That that spurred some conversation in my office, actually, okay. on Sunday morning. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Any, anybody disagree? Any challenge along those lines? No, okay. just, just kind yeah. of like never really thought of it yeah. in that way. And I think that there are, like you said, there's so many questions about it. And people, oh, am I blaspheming the Holy right. Spirit? Right. If I sin, is that blasphemy? Right. Well, like for me, growing up, mm-hmm. when this passage mm-hmm. would come up, I, I always thought of taking the Lord's name in vain. Hmm. That if somebody takes the Lord's, if I take the Lord's name mm-hmm. in vain, that is blaspheming and that is an unforgivable hmm. sin. I don't think that's it at all. I don't think you should do that. Right. I don't think that's a good thing right. necessarily. But this is really what's playing out in this instance is these teachers of the law, these religious leaders, they come to Jesus and they say, we know you're doing miracles. Mm-hmm. We see the healings, mm-hmm. but you're not doing it by the power of God. You're doing it by the power of Beelzebul, Satan, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's saying Someone that is holy, you're not holy, you're evil. 
And that's where I think, and again, I named a couple names. I'll only name one name this morning, Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. You know, he's on HBO every right. Friday night. You you read his book. I think it's religiosity or some, something along those way. I mean, it is a mocking of all religion. Any religion. And if you have yeah. any religion, if you are a person of faith, you are a fool. Mm-hmm. It is all a con. It mm-hmm. is all, mm-hmm. you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a pipe dream mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. I, I think of that as... Mm-hmm. blasphemy mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so now he's not worried i'll tell you that right he's not losing any sleep over right. it but i think that is a it, it's something that a lot of people struggle with i, I didn't share this because i didn't have permission but one of the people that i really look up to shared in a sermon on this passage of scripture that he had a friend that for two decades wrestled with hmm. have i blasphemed the holy spirit he was never at peace and wow. this was someone that was a faithful follower a regular worshiper a wow. student of god's word but he just couldn't get past mm-hmm. that idea of have i fallen into that mm-hmm. territory is this mm-hmm. all for not mm-hmm. and that's where that idea that if you are cognizant that this is an issue you right. probably haven't committed it probably so, right now right. i was surprised how much not really pushback but questions i had about jesus's family you know, and just the idea, how could Jesus's family not buy in? Hmm. You know, how mm-hmm. could it be that Jesus is, he's not really rejecting his family, but he's basically looking around the circle at the disciples and saying, you're my mother, mm-hmm. you're my brother, mm-hmm. you're my sister, you're doing God's will, mm-hmm. you're my mother, brother, mm-hmm. and sister. And I think the conclusion would be that he's saying, my family is not buying in at that point. I, I don't struggle with that. I think it makes the story so much more beautiful when you see where James's brother ended up. Or Judas, mm-hmm. we know him as Judas' mm-hmm. brother ended up. Mm-hmm. Or Mary, his mother ended mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about that? The whole family of Jesus reality, or not really? I guess I the um, when I thought of it, and when you were preaching, talking about looking at his disciples, it 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 just makes it. It's not necessarily blood that is family. It's who who you're doing life with, and right. who is who you are trying to be Christ-like with. Right. They become sort of like your family. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really no, think. Right. I didn't really think so much of oh, Jesus, his family rejected because in the end, I think some of them did, and some of right. them maybe did. They all become followers. Well, we don't. Do we I, know from I mean, my Bible study? Again, I'm far from the greatest Bible study, you know, person. But y- you read about Mary. You read about James. Mm-hmm. You read about Jude. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two brothers that are named in mm-hmm. Mark six, I don't think we read about, we never hear anything about mm-hmm. his sisters mm-hmm. other than he had sisters. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I had a lot of people say, are you sure Jesus had sisters? And I said, well, <laughs> read Mark chapter six, you know, it says his sisters are there. Well, so, at least, you know, people were listening to know. your sermon and, and well, have you know, questions. That's <laughs> the thing I love about our church. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times it's people that are watching online. Uh, You'll huh. get feedback. You can tell people are listening. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll ask a question. I was getting gas not long ago. And somebody I didn't know asked me a question, and I, I was just like out of the blue, and I thought, well, they heard the sermon huh. on Sunday, and they, they watched online. So, That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's I, I awesome. Just, hmm. it, it's a great reminder that COVID stinks. Mm-hmm. I hate the reality mm-hmm. in a lot of ways of the last two and a half years, what it's done to mm-hmm. our society, what it's done to our country. But one of the blessings for us, at least, mm-hmm. has been online mm-hmm. and the reality you can impact mm-hmm. people. Well, and obviously, people feel connected to you or and to other churches that they're watching on, even if they're just watching online, because you're going to do someone's funeral. It's pretty much a, yeah. you know, just has been watching online, yeah. and that's yeah. who they feel connected yeah. to. So, yeah. absolutely, hmm. absolutely. Hey, couple more things. Jeff Hutton from our church, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. um, came and led the Oasis Bible Study. I lead the Oasis Bible Study most Tuesdays. Right, Steph. 
Seth, it's a great group. I mean, I, Sunday we had four, or Tuesday we had forty-seven. That's awesome. That show up at ten o'clock on a Tuesday mm-hmm. morning to study, mm-hmm. and we've been going through Ephesians. And Jeff grabbed me maybe a month ago, and he said, "Hey, if you want me to, when you get to Ephesians six and the full armor of God, I have armor." And I go, "What do you mean you have armor?" <laughs> He has armor, really? man, and he did an entire study. Huh. Jeff was a longtime uh, professor at DAC, mm-hmm. and, man, I learned so did much. You? And it helps you really understand why Paul used the image of the Roman soldier and specifically hmm. his battle armor mm-hmm. to tie it into God's word hmm. and being a person of faith and the sword of the spirit. I just, I loved it. I thought Good. it was just outstanding. So I throw that out, look for opportunities. I, I had no idea that Jeff offered that. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge hit for the hmm. 47 of us That's awesome. that were gathered on Tuesday morning. One final thing that I want to talk about real quickly, uh, Greenwood Indiana Mm -hmm. had a tragedy unfold Mm -hmm. Uh, Sunday evening. There was a troubled young man, 20 year old that showed up at the mall an Mm -hmm. hour before closing. He uh, had uh, been able to conceal a rifle. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you conceal a rifle in the summertime, but he went to the bathroom and hung out for an hour. Mm -hmm. And literally as the mall was closing, he came out and with this rifle just started shooting people Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. food court. I've been to that mall in Greenwood, Indiana. Um, there was a good Samaritan, mm-hmm. a 22 year old mm-hmm. that had been through concealed carry classes mm-hmm. and within 15 seconds yeah. he had fired off mm-hmm. 10 rounds and mm-hmm. he'd stopped the mm-hmm. shooter mm-hmm. literally right. dead in his tracks. Right. Now three people were killed. That is absolutely tragic. Mm-hmm. Two others were wounded, but I think you're looking at a reality that if this 22 year old, mm-hmm. I'm going to call him a hero was yeah. not there you're probably looking at a lot more than three people that die. Now, um, I use that word hero. I've been interested to hear the number of people that are criticizing him because the mall had a sign that said no guns allowed, and they're saying we shouldn't be propping this guy up. He broke the law. I absolutely disagree. Well, isn't that just the (laughs) dumbest thing you've ever heard? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the guy made it out of the bathroom. Yeah. And literally was shot in the, I mean, he was trying to retreat back into the bathroom right. and he, he didn't even right. take several steps out of the bathroom. And they're saying we shouldn't celebrate this hero because he might've missed or he might've hit somebody else or he didn't. No. And he, he saved right. a tra It is a tragedy. Three lives mm-hmm. were lost, mm-hmm. but uh, a whole bunch right. more were, were probably in danger. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I just wonder sometimes is it all just about worldview? I, I I don't know how you could look at that right. and hold the 22-year-old hero in contempt. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you look at that mm-hmm. and say anything other than, thank, thank God you. that he was here. <laughs> and that he was calm. And, yes. I mean, he obviously had been trained and yeah. knew what he was doing. And If yeah. you look at this 22-year-old, I'm calling him a hero, mm-hmm. and you see him as a villain or you see him as a bad guy or you see him as somebody, help me understand that. Reach out to me, Greg, at secondchurch.com. <laughs> I truly do not understand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, when I think of heroes of this week, he is at the very Absolutely. top of that list. Absolutely. So, okay. Along with the guy that ran into the burning house and saved yes. people. I mean, Isn't that amazing? Just a, Bystander, just happening to go yeah, by. Yeah. How many children was it? Five yes, children, I five think. Five children were saved. Yeah, and that was that also in Indiana. I believe it right? was. Yeah. 
I mean, these are people that... Was that Lafayette? I'm trying to remember where that was. I think it could have been. But these are people who... who, They're young people who kept their cool and made a huge difference this Well, and it's very easy to just say, not my problem, not my thing. I'm not going to worry about it. Keep walking. You know? Right. But thank goodness that they had the the reality. Mm -hmm. They can make a difference, Mm -hmm. and they decided to make a difference. You know what? That sign on that Greenwood Mall didn't keep the guy with the rifle out. Right. That's what I'm saying. I I mean, you can put up a sign. Yep. That's wonderful. Put up your sign. Yeah. Thank God that the kid was there with his gun well, and he acted like he did. I don't know if you remember this. It's probably been a year and a half. There was a shooting in Texas and a guy opened up during the sermon and he ended up killing one person, but an armed security mm-hmm. team member mm-hmm. shot him mm-hmm. within 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And the, and this is a sanctuary full of this Church of Christ, sanctuary mm-hmm. full of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're saying if that armed security guy wasn't there, you're looking at as many as 20 oh, to 30 yeah. people that are dead. Right. right. And, and yet. At that time, you had people rising up. How awful it is that you have security with guns in a church. I just, I don't understand the mindset. I, I don't really don't. So I don't either. maybe I never will. You might not. Well, hey, <laughs> let's go to break, our final break. When we come back, I've got some history segment stuff for you. I've got some good news that I want to share within our community. And I've got uh, the passing of a legend mm-hmm. at Second Church. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. IPC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- Two six zero five six four seven. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermillion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's gonna be great! You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie with Greg on July 21st. And in two days, this guy has his birthday. Can you believe that? Happy birthday to you. I can believe it because I'm right there with you. So you knew that. How did you know that? 
Well, I remembered that you had a July birthday, and you're pretty quiet about these kind I of things. I try to fly under the radar. I know with you the do, birthdays. but I feel like I should be aware of these things. Okay. I'm your okay. co-host, okay. so I should at least know when your birthday okay. is. So. Well, I remember you chided me two years ago because I didn't say anything, <laughs> you, and we I didn't know. mention it. I know. You, I, you, uh, so I went on your Facebook time. page this morning to double yes. check to okay. see when your birthday okay. was, and yep. it's coming up. So Saturday, big plans. I do. I've got a three-hour elders meeting oh, Saturday morning. No. Yeah. No, it's going to be fine. Um, you know, here, here's the thing. I need some help with. My wife wants to take me out. Mm-hmm. Our son is with us, and maybe my mom. And she's saying, pick any place that you want to eat. And so I'm just going to throw it out. If you have a birthday dining selection that you would recommend for a birthday dinner, send me a a note, greg at secondchurch.com. Yeah, some suggestions. uh, I do have some favorites around here, Mm -hmm. but I'm just always curious Mm -hmm. about places that maybe I've never considered before. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see where it goes. Do you feel older? You know, my body is definitely <laughs> not what it once was. You know, I've been trying to walk a lot. I've been, yep. I've kind of cut the sugar yep. and trying to get in shape yep. and I've had a little success with it, but man, I really feel it. You know, mm-hmm. you get to like mile eight and y- your ankle hurts, your knee hurts, your mm-hmm. back hurts mm-hmm. and um, man, I don't know. Heck, that happens to me way before mile oh, eight. I don't even man. get to mile eight. Well, you oh, know, gosh. used to, used to, I could do a 40 mile bike ride. Right. And I mean, I was, <laughs> I wouldn't miss a beat. And it just, the older you get, man, you just start to slow down. It happens. Well, happy birthday to well, you. I hope you, you have so a good much. birthday weekend. Thank hey, you, thank I'm going to throw this to you that we yeah. couldn't do this without our sponsors. And I'm going to see if you can rattle them off I today. I usually <laughs> mess them up, but I, I love them, each and every one of them. So thank you, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's. Thank you to Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic. Thank you, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. So thankful for the Darby family at Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. I got you it. Did, you did very about well. That? So Good can job. I do some history? Do some the history. time we have Please left. Three, three things that I want to throw out. July 23rd, 1885, former president Ulysses S. Grant dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think U.S. Grant is one of the undervalued heroes of America from that era. Mm-hmm. He was probably a better Civil War general mm. than he was president, mm. but he was a pretty good president. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I think he gets lost in the shuffle. He's one of only three that have ascended from the state of Illinois to mm. the White House. Mm-hmm. Can you name the other two? You probably can. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. And Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Obama. <laughs> That's right. A lot of people think Reagan, but Reagan was born in Illinois, but he actually was a California resident mm-hmm. when he became president. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, love going to Grant's Farm mm-hmm. in in St. Louis. I don't mm. know if you've ever done that I or have not. not. And Galena, Illinois. If yeah. you've never been to Galena, Illinois, and just the the footprint that Grant left there is definitely worth your time. Do you know anybody named Ulysses? I do not. I I've do not. never met anybody named I, Ulysses. I do not. But um, he's someone that I think merits a look hmm. and the label mm-hmm. hero of our country. So, okay, number two, July 18, 1925, a young ideologue by the name of Adolf Hitler publishes Mein Kampf. Hmm. That was kind of the become the Nazi manifesto. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, It's evil, I would say. Mm -hmm. It was very popular during the day. It helped propel him to the highest level of leadership Mm -hmm. in Germany, sadly. Mm -hmm. And he went on to just, you know be a butcher, just be the worst of the worst. I share this, however, because Stephanie, you could go to Amazon today Mm -hmm. and you could purchase a copy of Mein Kampf, Hmm. but you You couldn't. 
you could not go get Ryan Anderson's book when Harry became Sally, mm-hmm. which is an academic look mm-hmm. at the transgender movement. Mm-hmm. You could not go get multiple books about the Christian faith mm-hmm. because they they deem them too dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I'm not for banning any books. Right. I, I right. think, you know, we are big boys and big girls. Right. But I just think it is absolutely ridiculous that I can purchase Mein Kampf, mm-hmm. you know, the, mm-hmm. the manifesto right. of maybe the most evil person mm-hmm. to walk the face mm-hmm. of this earth, mm-hmm. but I can't go get books by mm-hmm. Christians because we don't like maybe some of the mm-hmm. conclusions that they draw. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? I agree with you. Okay. Number three, July 20, 1969, the week I was born, the by the way, born. Neil Armstrong walks on the moon. Do you remember what his uh, tag phrase was? As he stood on the moon's surface, one, one step, small step, step for man, man, one giant leap for, for mankind. mankind yeah. And so, yeah. I just can't imagine being the first person to, would you ever want to do it? Would you want to be the first person to try something like that? Oh, I'd love it. Oh. I'd eat it up, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to, but I would ask. Like if they, you know, for a while with the space shuttle, which we're not, are we doing space shuttles anymore? We're not really doing the space shuttles anymore. I did know. But, you know, they started doing the space shuttle thing in the 80s where they would invite a teacher yes. to come along. You know, if they ever said, let's let's bring a, a preacher, would you sign be on, me up. Really? I'll, I'll do devotions every day. I'll lead them in <laughs> prayer, the whole deal. <laughs> I'm oh, not yeah. singing a song up there. I'm not interested in that. I Mm-mm. think that would be absolutely incredible. Well, yeah. I just admire people that have that in them to say, I'd like to be the first person to yeah. go walk on the moon. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, I thought that was mm. just absolutely cool and really mm-hmm. good. Hey, got a couple things. Good news segment. Mike Holvey. Yes. Probably the most optimistic person I know. <laughs> no Mr. Kidding. March 4th Mike right. was named CEO of yeah. Newhoff Media this week, effective immediately. Yes. Uh, I've known Mike for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I'm so blessed by his friendship. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when Mike um, wants to share a story, it's hard not to engage. Mm -hmm, We had mm -hmm. step up last week and he always does the March 4th Mm -hmm, moment mm -hmm. and just hearing him talk. I mean, he's not a preacher, but he's kind of like a preacher in a lot of ways. And I just, I can't think of a better person to, to have this role. And I'm just thankful for the influence that he's had Mm -hmm. on media Mm -hmm, in, you mm -hmm. know, central Illinois, central Indiana. And we just wish him nothing but the best. Congratulations to him. Hey, I leave with uh, a sad note. Uh, Second church Mm -hmm. lost uh, a lady last night. Frida Mm -hmm. Walter passed Mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. Frida, long time, you know, just hero of the faith and her and her late husband, Ed made Mm -hmm. such a huge impact. And Mm -hmm. we just offer condolences Mm -hmm. to the entire Walter family. You've known Frida for a long time. What would you say? One of the sweetest women yeah. I think I I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and you know what was so cool? She was in church on Sunday, yes. just beaming from yes. ear to ear, yeah. and then had a medical incident. We mm-hmm. think later that night, mm-hmm. and she's with Jesus now. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. when I think of Frida Walter, I think of well done, good and faithful Absolutely. servant. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, that's it. On behalf of my friend mm-hmm. Stephanie Spangler and Derek, who never fails us, this is mm-hmm. Greg Taylor saying thank you for listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week.